0: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Philadelphia. Fight night, tomorrow night, live on Sky Sports. (laughs) The city of brotherly love. And a fantastic fight city,
1: isn't it? I mean we we've been here many times over the years for the likes obviously of the great Bernard Hopkins and Charles the Hatchet Brewer. Remember him he was uh, from the badlands here in Philly, great characters. Uh, it's always Joe Frazier of course, well before our time, but it's uh, always produced wonderful fighters uh, Philly and uh, it's terrific to be back.
0: Uh yep, a city steeped in history, but there hasn't been a world champion that's defended his title here in 16 years. Now we have Tevin Farmer, um, the IBF champion, defending against Irish John O'Carroll. Intriguing fight. It is an intriguing fight. John O'Carroll is, uh, well, a real
1: character, isn't he? And he's uh, he's revved up for this. Uh, no love lost between the pair of them, but then I think that's the way that he fires himself up for battle, uh, John O. He's... Um, Listen, he's going to bring the heat to uh, Tevin Farmer, uh, and I like the look of Farmer, and I've liked him since. Uh, well, I mean, maybe the last couple of years, you know, I thought he was very unlucky not to win the world title um, on the night that Stephen Smith here went, and then he had to go over to Australia and and fight Billy Dib and, and and get the get the crown. But since then, it's uh, it's been a real success, Tevin Farmer. He's got lovely. Lovely skills. He's a well-balanced fighter. Uh, beautiful to watch. He was great against James Tennyson, I thought, in Boston. And uh, look, he starts a, a favourite against Sean O'Carroll to retain here in Philadelphia um, with the skills and the class. But I think it's going to be a, you know, a real a real tear up. I think uh, Carroll Carroll's going to bring it, and I think um, Farmer's looking forward to that. So uh, really good to watch
0: that one. Casey Taylor uh, aiming to collect her third world title. Uh, if she comes through this, Eddie Hearn's looking for the fight with Piers soon, possibly on the Joshua Miller undercard. But she's got a tough fight in Volante before she can think about kind of claiming all the belts.
1: Volante's unbeaten, uh, obviously, so she's dangerous, uh, is older, uh, is coming out of her comfort zone, I think. And Katie Taylor has uh, you know, the wealth of experience, obviously, the, uh, the stellar amateur and now... Uh, almost a seasoned professional. she's um, She gets better with each fight, I think, Katie. She's been a, a phenomenon. She's been a wonderful addition to boxing, full stop, not just women's boxing. Um, she's great, isn't she? She's uh, terrific outside the ring, a, an amazing ambassador, not just for Ireland, but for everybody. And uh, And she's... Great inside. Everybody loves watching her. You know, we've been talking to the likes of Joshua Boazzi, who's a big fan of hers, and Anthony Joshua. And, yeah, you know, they love what she does in the ring and they learn stuff from Katie Taylor. You know, she's been locked away in Connecticut as ever. With Ross MA, they, they're prepared. They've had the best camp, they say, uh, yet. Uh, I think she's going to look to make a real statement on uh, Friday night here uh, in Philadelphia before, as you said, hopefully get that final unification to get all the belts to be the undisputed lightweight uh, queen, the champion, the. Uh I mean, she's already a heroine, a hero in Ireland, isn't she? But um, she's looking for global superstardom. She may not personally because she's not that sort of character, but there's many others that are. And I think that Katie is on a way uh, of becoming that, uh, that standout figure. I think she'll uh, succeed Friday night. I think she'll really shine. And I think then uh, we hope that the bassoon fight can be made for, for June the 1st. And what a great hors d'oeuvre that will be to AJ Miller
0: couple of other notable fights on the card: uh, Gabriel Rosado against Selecki and also uh, the veteran Hank Lundy against uh, Avery Sparrow, which we saw in the press conference yesterday. That was a little bit tasty. So, yeah, um, some quite uh, decent fights on his card, to be honest, Adam. Yeah, they really are. And I
1: really like Rosado and uh, Selecki. I mean, he's uh, he's been great, hasn't he, Rosado for the sport? seleki was very uh, very good against uh, Danny Jacobs. And look, you know, that's a that's a pick'em fight. That's what we want to see in these in these type of cars. Luke Campbell as well, great British interest as well on the cards. You know, Luke has had a, a tough sort of six eight months, bit of an activity and, and, and struggling. He got that revenge win, didn't he? But he he needs to get going again as he waits to see what happens uh, worldwide. He's uh, he's going to get that that crack. You know, I think he he did really well when he had that chance against Jorge Linares, not quite pulling it off, but he can still become a world champion, Luke. So. He'll be looking alongside his, his McGuigan team here to um, just to shed a bit of rust and to get back on track. And as you said, that there's a there's a whole heap of, uh, of fights, good fights, uh, on this stacked card. So we're delighted to be here. But obviously we're here for Katie and, uh, and women's boxing more than anything else. And um, everything else is a bonus. Tevin Farmer defending his world title, uh, 50-50 fights uh, packed through the card. And also it's, it's always great to be in Philadelphia.
0: Okay, you know, I'd like to uh, ask you about other issues in boxing as well as obviously this card in Philly. Uh, first of all, Adam, what are your thoughts on um, ESPN announcing uh, a link up with MTK Global now? 30 fights coming to, to the US platform of, of ESPN, but more boxing's great, and obviously for all the fighters involved with MTK, it's uh, a win-win to get kind of that exposure in the US.
1: Well, you've just sort of answered the question for me, haven't you? It, it, more boxing is obviously brilliant, and You know, we at Sky have always relished competition. You know, we've had a a lot our own way for a long time. And and of course, the success that we've we've built with Matchroom and with Anthony and with with all the fighters on, on the cards over the last sort of four or five years, more competition has come in with the likes of not just BT, but ITV box office. And then over here, you've got... Zone, you've got ESPN uh, battling away. It's great. It's really interesting to see how it will uh, will all unfold. MTK seem to be signing up everybody, and uh, Adam Booth, I think, is an advisor. I'm very fond of Adam. He's a he's a very very uh, good trainer, manager, great guy in, in boxing. So interesting to see what he can bring to the table. And it looks like ESPN want content, so uh, they're going to get that, and with the Tyson Fury deal as well. And then you've got DeZone and DeZone talking to Deontay Wilder and just signing Golovkin. It's um. It's going to be a big battle over here, isn't it? It's uh, interesting times. And as far as we're concerned on Sky, we've got a stellar next 10, 12 weeks you know here obviously this week we've got the likes of the Boazzi and Charlie Edwards show at uh, the Copper Box next week then Liverpool stacked after that you've got Crawler uh, in with Lomachenko in April you've got April the 20th which just announced big show at the O2 April the 26th then Canelo Jacobs in Vegas you know more in May leading up to AJ Miller it's a it's a really good time for us it's a really good time for boxing Coogan so yeah everybody wants to be involved don't they
0: um, I was talking to Eddie Hearn yesterday about the April 20th card, which was announced. Now, originally, Eddie Hearn and obviously yourselves had a plan to put a pay-per-view show on that night, uh, including Dylan White and was talk of Cesaro and Parker, and also the fight that's already on there now with uh, Brown and Allen. That obviously fight night hasn't materialised. It's a regular Saturday fight night, um, and I spoke to Eddie about some of the criticism from kind of the fans about this show on on April the 20th Eddie told me that you and Barney etc at Sky are happy with that as a regular fight night show I'm assuming you're going to confirm to me that's the case that you are happy with that
1: yes we are but let's just go back to the pay-per-view angle a pay-per-view fight just doesn't just happen okay we we decide what we want to put on Sky Sports box office you know we think of our customers first and foremost You know, we haven't had a a, a Sky Sports box office event since December the 22nd, and we haven't got another one until June the 1st. You know, nothing has been right for pay-per-view, in our opinion. Now, we're looking at June the 1st as AJ Miller, Anthony Joshua as the Sky Sports box office star. We think very carefully about what we put on box office. Dillian White's had a couple of very successful nights for us on Sky Sports box office. And yes, you know, if Dillian has another big fight, we'll look at that and we'll look at what car we can get. So that's the box office side of it. The fact that the Sky Sports shows at 10 o'clock at night, as we've talked about before, are vitally important to us. You know, I've gone on record time and again of saying that I wasn't happy with the one in early February with Ted Cheeseman. The show wasn't good enough. Eddie, in my opinion, responded to that. March the 23rd is an excellent show at the Copper Box. March the 30th is an excellent show in Liverpool. The O2 is a deep, deep card. You've got a couple of really interesting heavyweight fights on it. Um, Derek Chazor is a big name. Derek Chisora, you know, still has something left. He's with Dave Colwell now, let's see what happens. You've got the, the, the Alan Brown show. Yes, yeah, slightly disappointing that Lucas Brown didn't look great in the in the fight in Scotland beforehand. And I can understand the, the skepticism, but ultimately Alan and Brown's a really interesting fight. And Alan's a, a, a great cult character too. They're heavyweights. Are they top, top heavyweights? No, of course they're not. But that with the Chisora fight. Also, you've got Josh Kelly in with an unbeaten fighter. That's a big step in the right direction. You've got Joe Cordina in with Andy Town a really good fight there. Connor ben back and others. It's a good show. I mean, it's at the O2, and once you think about the O2, maybe you think bigger and wider. But if that show, for example, was at York Hall, which it couldn't be, because there's too many people now to get into these shows, you can't just do it at the Great York Hall, Bethnal Green, or something like that. Everyone will be, be be loving it. It's a great night at the York Hall, but because I think because it's at the O2, it makes it slightly different. Um, but we are happy. It's a deep card. It's April the 20th, and it's part of a really, really good schedule on Sky Sports. You've got those two shows coming up in Britain next week, which we're delighted with. You're going to have another next-gen came-up. Jordan Gill was great the other week. You mix that with the likes of Katie Taylor here. You're going to have Alexander Usyk and Anthony kroll and Lomachenko, and all those guys over here, plus Canelo Jacobs, in my opinion, the best matchup of the year so far, possibly bar the Spence Garcia fight which we can't have and that's on ITV I think that's a wonderful fight this weekend but you're looking at Canelo Jacobs that's a great great standout fight and we've got that on Sky Sports more fights in May home and abroad all leading up to Anthony Joshua and Miller I think it's a great schedule Coogan and I think it's one that we should get excited about so I'm happy with it um, no Sky Sports box office until June the 1st value for money on Sky
0: Sports and let's enjoy it but I mean Adam just coming back to the April 20th card and like I said, I've seen a bit of a mixed response, uh, like a 50-50 response on social media, personally, myself. And I think Eddie said the same thing, that he'd seen a mixed response. The people that are kind of are <coughs> do have an issue with that card on the 20th, why Why do you believe that they would have an issue with this card? Or do you not see why they should have an issue with that?
1: No, no, I think, listen, the fighters want... Uh, sorry, fans demand the best fights, and that's absolutely right. Yeah, we still haven't managed to get... A.J. Wild or A.J. Fury in a ring yet. You know, that's what they want, right? We can't make Daniel Dubois against a fighter on Matchroom at the moment, or Anthony Yard against Joshua Boazzi. You know, you and I know there's a lot of politics involved. You know, Frank's got good stable over there, and they're, and they're doing good things. And we got a good stable with Matchroom, and we've got a partnership with DeZoe, which means that we can carry the fights back to the UK, and it's good. And ultimately, a lot of the fighters, as I said in the Boxing News article last week, and the whole sort of debate at the moment about British and, and, and American shows is that a lot of the fighters are going to America because there is big money. You know, are throwing a lot of money at it, ESPN. Offering. That doesn't help you, though, does it, Adam, And Sky Sports? Well, does it help us on the UK week in, week out side? It's a fight. It's a battle. We have to make sure that we are still giving great value at 10 o'clock at night or from 7 until 11 o'clock at night on the nights back home. Of course, that's important. It's really important to us, and we try and make sure that. But you look at the copper box next week, Charlie Edwards is defending his world title, right? So you've got a world title on there. You've got Boazze and Akoli and Ritson. You've got, you know, it's, it's a really good bill. The week after, Liverpool, is a really good bill. But, you know, there are going to be fans out there that criticise those and say, that's not good enough. Ultimately, I think if you look at the next 10 weeks... You've got a terrific schedule on Sky Sports. And April the 20th isn't the Sky Sports box office night. We're not doing Khan against Crawford. We're not doing a box office night at the O2. We're doing a Sky Sports night. And we're going to make sure it's value for money. It'll be a great night for the fans. And not just that, but there's all the great stuff from America that comes in as well. And then when we have a Sky Sports box office night, which is the creme de la creme with Anthony Joshua, we're going to be in camp with them, behind the ropes, gloves are off, all the build-up. Sky Sports News with us, you know, we're gonna have all the fun at the fair leading up to New York and that big night as well. So look, we're in a good position, boxing's flying. Everybody wants a piece of it now. So it is harder, it's a harder market. We've just got to make sure that we're still delivering the best that we can deliver
0: on Sky. You said to me in past interviews that it was important for you You know, when it comes to the shows between the UK and the US, that the focus isn't lost off the UK shows. So, with your schedule coming up, you you know you've spoken about the 30th and the 23rd cards, etc., etc. But are you kind of now confident that kind of the emphasis is being put on the UK cards as much as it's being put on? A new venture in DAZN and what's going on in America. Oh,
1: there's no, there's, there's no doubt that that Eddie is very excited about DAZN and very excited about what's going on over here. No question about it. You know he's he's over here a lot. He's also got the Italy uh, collaboration too now. You know there's there's a lot going on for Matchroom. We've got to concentrate on Sky. What's important to us is our customers. Our customers. Again, as I said to you, it's not just about boxing. Okay, for here for DAZN, it's about boxing and Bellator, right? Back home for us, it's about the Premier League. Can Liverpool beat Man City? I sincerely hope so, as you you well know. That's a great title race. We've got golf. We've got the players this week. We've got the, the Masters coming up. We've got all four majors. Cricket. We've got the World Cup. We've got the men's Ashes, the women's Ashes. Exclusivity in Formula One. A huge heap of other sports, the NBA, the NFL. We've got a lot of netball, a lot of great sports that are coming through. Boxing is a big part of that but it's not the only thing that we do we want to make sure that that is as good as we can make it and i think that schedule that is coming up over the next 10 weeks is good we've got great world title fights great names lomachenko canelo two of the best fighters pound for pound in the world on sky sports we've got the best coming up the joshua boatzis the josh kellys the joe cordinas the jordan gills the best in young british talent you take take into consideration Tony Belly's retired, David Hayes retired, George Groza's retired, James O'Gale's now retired. It's a changing time. We need to bring the young up. They've got to be the next attraction in Britain. We've got to make sure that the British shows is as good as we can make them and as exciting. Absolutely not forget about them, but prioritise them and add the great stuff we're getting to America. And Cougar, we're working
0: really hard to try and make that happen. Is there a concern or a fear that the top stars in the UK. We're gonna do a live on Sky Sports News in a sec, so just I'll, I'll just finish this question. Is there a concern that I'm not trying to get sure out of your questions, because you know I'll answer them. Is there a concern that as time goes on you will lose the biggest stars of UK boxing for prime time viewing in England to the US market? Is there a concern? Like with Joshua's fight happening with Miller on, on June the first for the first time obviously Joshua's fighting in America, but is there a concern that you're kind of gonna lose the the best fighters to um, to be put on the kind of the US the zone shows? Boxing cyclical. When I started back in the mid-90s at Sky, and we had the
1: likes of Lennox Lewis, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, Riddick Bow, all those sort of guys, then the Delahoys and the Roy Jones, most of it came from America. Okay, there was some stuff in Britain. Frank put on some good shows in Britain, Frank Warren. There was some some a matrim some, and then there was a sort of drop in it and uh, we went up and down the country and didn't really get great value and then it there was a massive renaissance with the london olympics santi joshua matchroom our connection and we've rebuilt it and we've built built it to a point where it's really exciting now there is a lean towards america we, we can all see that but is it going to last is this is this money going to continue to flow? They're going to want to see SP Zone. They're going to want to see some, some back, haven't they? They've got to get the subscriptions up. That's their business model. That's up to them. I'm very happy where we are. Sky is in a great place. We're under Comcast now. Our, our, our friends at NBC, Universal, it's a massive company. We've got a great sporting lineup on Sky Sports going forward. Not just boxing, but everything. As I said, the Premier League, the cricket, the golf, the whole lot, the Formula One exclusivity. Okay, it's all good. And I think that we will continually bring the stars in Britain. There is a massive market in Britain. We saw that at Wembley, we saw that at Principality. Selling those 90,000 venues. Didn't happen a few years ago, did it? It will it will happen again. I have no doubt about that. We just gotta build the next generation of
0: stars. And on that note, I've got to shoot. Just one quick one. Do you think, sorry Adam, I know you've got to go, but do you think that the next gen shows should be Saturday night primetime viewing in your opinion?
1: I think the next gen shows are the next gen fighters. You know, I think midweeks are a good time for it. Occasionally, sometimes it works that it's a Saturday for scheduling, for for matron's point of view. So I don't think there's a massive thing about when it should be. I think we should just take them for what they are, which is, you know, learning it's the it's the it's the kids getting experience on them it's a different feel of a show and it's a chance for a jordan gill to really get the spotlight listen he sold a lot of tickets in peterborough that was a fantastic night that could catapult him onto the next level so yeah all the next gen shows are exciting doesn't really matter we've got to make sure they schedule right we've got to make sure that they're they're good little venues good fun exciting great matches and a great chance
0: to showcase for the young stars adam smith thank you very much for your time Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Judy was
1: boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>